the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Happy Reformation Day. We are celebrating the Reformation a few days early. It is our observance, and today especially, throughout this weekend, sola scriptura is that strong focus that we hear coming from our text. Sola Scriptura is this theological term. It's Latin. It means scripture alone. Or maybe to understand it more simply, it's not princes or presidents or popes or pastors who have any greater authority than scripture. It is our highest authority And we as Christians recognize that it rules over us and governs us into all truth. God's word alone stands over every authority in our lives because from scripture alone we know God for who he really is. Listen again to what Jesus tells his followers in our gospel lesson today. If you abide in my word... You are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That's one of those phrases when we hear Jesus say it that kind of revs our American engines, doesn't it? I truly want to be free. This is the land of the brave and the home of the free. Doesn't it sound so great to be set free in the truth? So, when was the last time you studied your Bible? Do you currently find yourself abiding in God's word? Jesus says, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It sounds so good, but... When was the last time you opened your own Bible and read the Word of God? You listened to that which reveals truth and sets you free. For some of you, it was earlier today. Others, maybe it was sometime this past week. And still others probably can't remember exactly when. When was the last time that you studied God's Word? When I was young, my mom used to make me go to Sunday school. When I was in middle school, she encouraged me to go, but really the reason that I went was the men that volunteered in my youth ministry showed me that true men are not ashamed of the gospel. And they became men that I wish to emulate as well. By high school, I wanted to attend youth Bible study on my own. But it took nearly 13 years of my life to get to that point. When I was a little child, I loved the amazing stories. I especially loved the flannel graph that I could put up all those stories during Sunday school and watch the amazing events unfold. But I didn't really understand exactly what was going on. 
And as I got older, honestly, I became more confused by Scripture. It didn't always line up with what I experienced in my life. Some of the events that I read in Scripture seemed so fantastic, and, well, my life seemed so plain. I recognized the miracles as fantastic and true, but I also didn't know what they meant for me or what they had to do with anything going on in my life. Even when I started studying for ministry in college, I was still just beginning to become comfortable with the Bible. I say all of that to say I understand those of you who haven't cracked the scriptures open on your own in a while. Just like a novice piano player shouldn't be discouraged when she doesn't play like Mozart after only having a couple years of piano practice. The scriptures are so intricate and unique and beautiful. We can start to open them up and read them bit by bit, but it it takes a while for us to find true appreciation. There is a learning curve understanding scripture. And I would say as a long-time student, the more familiar I become with God's Word, the more complex and challenging and rich it becomes. And today, Jesus tells you, if you abide in my Word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. For those of us who study scripture regularly, who abide in it, we can hear the Bible read in church and we can apply it to our lives and connect it with touch points throughout scripture. We can appreciate the intricacies. While we still get entangled in sin throughout the week, we gather here around God's word and hear the promises once again that truly set us free. I know that others might be trying to understand the meaning of Scripture, and when we utter the sentences from the lectern, they might be scratching their heads trying to make sure they understand what's going on. No matter where you are in this journey of being a student of Scripture, I want to encourage you today to keep growing in this Word. Don't be discouraged if you have have been having a hard time understanding it. The Bible is an easy thing to set aside, especially when it's difficult and it challenges us. Instead, I want to encourage you to gather together with others to study God's Word. Because nowhere else will you come to know truly who God is and what your life is about. Truth is ultimately found in the Word of God that has taken on flesh Jesus Christ. And for those of you who are more experienced than I am in studying Scripture, I invite you to encourage and invite others to participate in that study with you. Keep exploring and growing and being captured by Scripture. Invite others to learn and grow with you. You know better than me that we are never done being students of Scripture. Your faithfulness is an encouragement to all of us. All that to say, studying scripture is a good thing. 
but it can come with some problems. We can, and Christians have throughout history, read the Bible simply to justify ourselves. We often mistakenly believe that the Bible is a book written to make us feel better. We can start to think that it is all about me. That is not the point of Scripture. God's word was written so that you may believe that Jesus is the one that God the Father promised to Adam and Eve after they fell into sin. Scripture is written for us to know that Jesus is the Messiah that was truly to come in the line of David. The Bible that you hold in your hands, that you have for yourself, reveals to us through the very words of Jesus Christ that He is the Good Shepherd who calls His sheep and they know His voice because they've read it in His Word. And they come to know that voice and He leads them in His care and He guides them through the trials that they face in this world to be restored of the brokenness that we all have experienced. Scripture alone is not a checklist of what you must do to be good enough. You're not, and you won't ever be. You won't ever be able to say, I read the Bible so much that I don't need Jesus or His Word. I've got it mastered. I know the general tenets and I'm good enough. Scripture alone is all about Jesus who has come. He has come for you. He has died for your sins. He has risen to new life so that in Him you might die and rise to new life. So I encourage you to read your Bible. Give yourself at least 13 years of studying if you must. Read your Bible to see more clearly that all of it comes into focus when Jesus is at the center. Read your Bible to more clearly see that Jesus loves you even when you fail to read your Bible. Read your Bible so that you might come to know that know your Savior's voice. So that it might become familiar. So that as He guides you into all truth, you might trust Him through the hardships. When that happens you will see how beautiful and precious all of life really is. And you will see every situation, all of the highs and even the lows, as opportunities to extend His grace, to live in His mercy, to offer one another His peace. Opportunities you have as God's children to make it beautiful for those who can't see it. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.